Tenali Bali. It's time for a story. A time where we can journey to many places and meet different faces. Katitu, the wise little girl. A traditional tale retold by Nikki Webb. Once upon a time, there was a clever little girl called Katitu. She lived in a small village with her older sisters, Tamve, Tumi and Omara. One day, Tamve, Tumi and Omara went out to collect wood. Katitu ran after her sisters. The older girls were a good distance from their village before they noticed Katitu. What are you doing? shouted Omara. We told you to stay at home. But I wanted to come with you. Oh. It's too late to send me home now. Fine, but you would better not cry when you get tired, said Tumi. The older girls walked far that day looking for dry wood. Katitu skipped along next to them. She picked up small sticks. While the older girls rested at lunchtime, Katitu sharpened her sticks into arrows and made her own little bow. The girls worked hard and before they knew it, it was too dark to go home. There's a village over there, said Gamve. Let's see if we can stay the night. An old lady met them as they entered the village. Quickly, girls, you must come indoors. There is a big snake that slithers through this village when the wind blows after dark. If it finds you, it will eat you. Oh. Oh. Omara started to cry. Don't worry, Omara, said Katitu bravely. I will look after you. I'm not scared of any snake. How can you look after me? You're only seven. The old lady showed the girls to a hut where they could sleep. Katitu asked the old lady for a thick cow skin. She made a hole in the skin and hung it over the doorway of the hut. Please wake me up as soon as the wind blows. Katitu <sighs> yawned. After an hour or two, the wind began to blow. It shook the cow skin. Wake Katitu, whispered Omara. Wake her up so that she can protect us from the snake. Gamve shook Katitu awake. Katitu peeked through the hole in the skin. I see the snake. He's huge with big pointy fangs. Omara and Gamve kept very quiet, but Tumi began to cry. <laughs> Katitu poked her arrow through the hole in the cowhut and then she sang. Come, Mr. Snake, come and get me. I'm a delicious little girl. The snake slithered towards the hut. When it was close, Katitu shot her little arrows. One of them hid the snake in the tail, pinning it to the ground. It was stuck. Quickly, sisters, we must run away before the snake gets free. So they ran as fast as they could. They ran and ran until the sun was high in the sky and they were very thirsty. When eventually they stopped, Tumi moaned. Where can we get something to drink? 
Kati to whistle to the birds in the trees. Come, the birds tell me that there is water this way. The girls followed Katitu through the bushes to a deep, cool well. They all bent down and began gulping the sweet water. But suddenly, a noise frightened them, and they jumped up, knocking Katitu into the water. A head of elephants had come to drink at the well. When the three older girls saw them, they ran away, leaving poor little Katitu stuck in the well. Katitu watched with big eyes as an elephant lowered his trunk to the water and started to drink right next to her. In a second, he had slipped Katitu right into his trunk. It was dark and smelly in the elephant's trunk. Katitu was scared. She cried out. A little bird had her and whistled back. Meanwhile, the three big girls ran screaming back to their village. Mother! Mother! Father! An elephant has swallowed Katitu! Soon, mother, father and their three daughters were wailing and crying. People came to see what was wrong. No one heard the little bird that was perched in a nearby tree calling, calling, until luckily, Katitu's friend Dumisane heard the bird at last. Hey, listen to, listen to that little bird. It knows where Katitu is. Let's follow it. Mother, father, their daughters and Dumisane all followed the bird to a grove of trees where the herd of elephants was resting. They hid behind a rock and watched and listened. Who will save me? Who will save me? Who will come to find me? They could hear Katitu's voice singing from inside the trunk of one of the elephants. I will save Katitu! Dumisane jumped up, shouting and waving his arms at the elephants. Go, go away! Then, Dumisane started to run towards the well. The elephants chased after him, trumpeting wildly. The one with Katitu in its trunk trumpeted so hard that it shot Katitu right out. She landed splash back in the water well. Dumisane ran to the well as fast as he could and jumped in beside Katitu. Then the two children hid under the water. They waited until all the elephants had gone before they climbed out of the well. Oh, we are safe. We are safe, thank goodness. Thank you, Dumisane. They laughed and hugged each other. Soon, mother, father, and Katitu's sisters ran up to them and hugged them both. And all Katitu's sisters agreed that they were very glad to have such a brave and clever little sister. And I am very lucky to have such a brave and clever friend. (laughs) 
And so we come to the end of Nali Bali, told by Sindiwe Magona with Diane Simpson and Leon Fisser, produced by Cassie Lowers and Vian Fenter. Enter Nali Bali's multilingual storytelling contest, Story Bosso, this September. All you have to do is tell us a short South African story in your language. If you can tell us a folktale, even better. Cash prizes, airtime, caps and books are up for grabs. To enter, send a voice note of your story to Nali Bali's WhatsApp number 076-920-6413. That's 076-920-6413. Or submit online at nalibali.org or nalibali.mobi. Stories must be three minutes or shorter. The contest is open to all ages and T's and C's apply. Story power. Bring it home. Nali.